What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 323 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you tune in to Combo's Court. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast app, leave a five-star rating, a friendly comment, and punch down on the follow button. Today's show, co-host of The Odd Couple, Rob Parker, joins in to talk basketball a fantastic conversation with Rob. Rob shares his thoughts on the Blazers situation, Scottie Pippen's promo run, and talks about who he feels are title contenders in the NBA. You can find Rob on Twitter at Rob Parker FS1. That's R O B P A R K E R F S1. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. co-host of the odd couple welcome to combos court how you feeling today man andrew i'm doing great how are you thanks for having me buddy of course anytime thank you for taking the time i didn't even realize you were from new york till recently rob you grew up in new york everybody City, huh? says that i know everybody thinks i'm from detroit because i worked there for uh 20 years but now i'm from jamaica queens and uh went to high school martin van buren high school in queens village and Took summer courses at your college, Queens College. You know, I'm a New York guy. And Columbia as well, right? Columbia for my master's degree. Yep. I went to Southern Connecticut for my undergrad in New Haven, Connecticut, and Columbia. And I started my PhD at NYU. So, yeah, I'm, I'm uh, you know, I'm a New York guy. Rob Parker, a true New Yorker. Even though he's on a Pacific time these days, he's a true New Yorker. <laughs> and even though I love L.A., I ain't even going to lie. I love New York, but I love L.A. I mean, 75 degrees every day and sunny, man. It's beautiful out here. Most definitely. The weather is nice out there. It's getting cold here. But uh, let's stay on New York. The Knicks, um, a lot of indications would say, I'm sure the numbers would say that Kemba was not playing great. His lineups were not playing great. But, I mean, he's a New York City kid, Rice High School, you know, hit that big shot at Madison Square Garden. I mean, Tibbs has the right to take him out of the rotation, but don't you feel he's a little bit tone deaf? I, I don't know. I mean, I think when things like this happen, it's because um, they've looked at it and, you know, you have to play your way out. Uh, yeah. And Kimba hasn't played as well as I think that they thought. I mean, I know everybody thought it was great, a homecoming. Maybe there's a reason he was available. You know, I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, and they didn't, they didn't have to pay him that much either. So. Exactly. So it's not like um, you're vested big time and you're going to have to play the guy because you are. Uh, and I, I, I don't I don't think that they would uh, not use him for any other reason other than production. I mean, the Knicks are trying to win. They're trying to get back. They went to the playoffs last year. There was excitement. People thought Kimba coming back home would be, you know, a great answer to their prayers. Right and what they would need in a, in a point guard or whatever. And it just hasn't worked out. I, I, I don't think he's played well enough and I don't, I'm not blaming the Knicks or, or Tibbs. I think um, 
if he was playing well, he would be playing. It all makes sense for him to play. So for him not to play, he's he's had to play his way off the out of the rotation. Yeah, it's still a little bit early. I just feel like in this era, we give players a little bit less of a chance. Like, I mean, you brought him in here. You might as well give him half the season, don't you think? No, I mean, you see Blake Griffin got knocked out of the Brooklyn. Yeah. And Blake Griffin played great for them when he showed up last year, right? You know, during the playoffs and was a godsend. One playing as well. And, you know, in this game where the rotations are small, you have to earn your minutes. And uh, it, it's not like you can't afford. You're in the Eastern Conference. Some other teams have gotten better. If you're the Knicks, are you really trying to fall? How far are you trying to fall out of it? Um, so I think there's there's that. It's not like, well, we'll wait and see uh, and um, and accept these bad numbers because no, I, if if they're not happy with them, they can figure they could get more production from somewhere else. So I, I think it's legit. I, I really do. All right, Rob. Let's take it to the West. Uh, Dame says he wants to play with Ben. I always thought that Ben would actually end up in in Portland. I said it months ago. Uh, what's the best trade that you think would make sense for both teams? I don't know. That's very weird. I just, if I'm Philadelphia, I'm not giving him away. So I, I just right. don't see them making a trade. I really, I mean, of course, um, any, anybody who gets him, it's still about whether or not he's going to understand and play better and work at his game. I mean, I, I get you look at him and you, and say, oh, this guy's a player. And he's I mean, he was an all-NBA player not too long ago, Rob. Yeah, but you, but you can't be 6'10 and at the basket and giving up shots, okay? You can't be on a playoff team in the playoffs and have four shots in the fourth quarter in three games. I mean, like, seriously, you can't, you can't do it. Like, like his, I don't think his mentality is right. His talent is there. I think he could have easily come back to Philadelphia if he just accepted some responsibility, talked about working on his game in the offseason, right? Being more aggressive. Like, I don't understand why that wasn't the conversation rather than basically him getting his panties in a bunch because, uh, you know, some of the Doc Rivers who had, who had backed him over and over and over despite some of his poor play finally was asked, do you think you could win with him? And he said, I don't know. Well, that, uh, he didn't then, he say, backtracked, then he backtracked, right? Didn't he go well, on but TV? He and... said, but he said, I don't know. He didn't say no, he, could, he couldn't win. But if you go to all of other press conferences, Doc was in his corner while the reporters were, were peppering him about Ben's play. And he was always backing him. So I'm just saying, like, it wasn't like Doc was dogging the guy all the way. I don't know. It's interesting. I know people were trying to float. Kyrie and you know Kyrie for Ben and and all that I, I don't see that uh happening I just think um he could go to Portland but he'd have to be in the right frame of mind this is what I'm disappointed in okay this is how Ben should have handled it go back to Philadelphia have a private meeting and say I don't want to be here but I'm going to come out I'm going to say all the right things in public play hard, play as hard as I can at the all-star break, up my value, and then you guys can move me. Simple. Yeah, I think that could have worked. I mean, a lot of people don't know that's what Vucevic did. It worked out great for him. He's with the Bulls. Like, he didn't make a big deal out of it. But This is what I'm saying, right? Yeah. It's, it's doable. That's the way you do it. But when you're in the situation you're in, you're scary for a team to want you. 
Do you see like, what if he comes here and he acts out? If I'm the general manager, I'm afraid to make the trade. If I, if I make the trade for Ben Simmons and then he pulls the same thing, whose ass is it? Mine. They're going to say the guy, the guy was a pain in the butt in Philly. Why, why, you made the trade for him. Or if he doesn't play. So, so I think he needs to rehab his image and get people to buy into him that he's here to play basketball. He's going to hit a buy-in. And I think that was the mistake. Everybody knows the only reason he showed up was because they held that $8 million payment, right? He would, well, he said he wasn't coming. Yeah. He, I mean, the thing is, though, he's, he is an all-NBA talent. So but he hasn't played it like that. Would you admit that? He had one bad series, but he's been elite def- defensively for a long time. He's an elite playmaker. He's 6'10". He's super athletic. He has impact on both sides of the court. But, yeah, the shooting is an issue. The shooting is an issue. Well, but you have to just – you also have to be aggressive. Nobody's – and, and you got to be able to make free throws. I mean – You know, we've seen him, like, have 40-poor games. Like, I, when Joel Embiid was out versus Utah, like, he had 40 against the defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Um, like, he could do it when he wants to. We've seen him be aggressive. But he needs to be aggressive. That's all they were talking about when they lost that series. Would you four shots in the fourth quarter? Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. There is some truth there. All right. Um, Scotty Pippen went on like a crazy promo run. I know you thought he was bitter, but there is some truth to some of what he said, right? Does MJ what, have- what truth? What truth? I, I want you to tell me what truth. I, I don't hear any truth. Go back and go back and play Scotty Pippen's. A Hall of Fame induction where, where Michael Jordan introducts introduces him. Do you want do you want to replay that? This is just up. This is sad by Scottie Pippen. This is a guy trying to sell a book. A guy who's bitter. When they came to do the video right for for the uh, documentary, uh, you know, uh, the Last Dance. The last Dance. Yep. Scottie Pippen. Did he think it was for free? He could have easily said, "Well, what's my stipend or payment for this?" And if they didn't want to pay him. Could have said, I'm not, I'm not going to do it unless I get paid for the right. It's a, it's a, it's a production that's going to be on ESPN. He knows that money's changed, exchange hands. He didn't have to do the interview. You can't do everything and then moan and complain about it. And the same thing, go listen to what he said about Michael Jordan. He's up and down, like he's, he's bitter and you shouldn't go out that way. You don't want people to look at you and take away from what a great player he was. Scotty's got his due. He's a top 50 player of all time. Scotty could have won MVPs if, it, if he was that big of a part. Who said that Michael Jordan had to win every MVP? People think Steph Curry's the best player, one of the best players. He hadn't won a finals MVP. So That's you could true. be a great player, right? Yeah. All right. Who stopped him from winning the finals MVP when the Bills won those six championships? Do you believe that they needed each other to win those six? Does MJ win those six if Scotty's not there? And if they would have had another player, I just I think that that's too elementary to think that Michael would have never won if Scotty didn't come around. There could have been another player of that capacity when Scotty left and joined Barkley and those other. What, what did he? What did Scotty win after Michael? Not much, but at least he got paid. <laughs> I, I I think for people to really believe that the only reason Michael Jordan won was kind of Scotty Pippen is is to me is ridiculous. I, I really because. You're not. You're saying it wasn't Scottie Pippen, but there would have been a second player, right? You're not saying. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But you, there's going to be a second player. You, me- just- you mentioned he's top fifty. A lot of top fifty guys don't just come along like all the time, right? 
No, but I'm just saying, Scottie Pippen didn't come out of college as some great player and and his numbers. That's, Go look at his true. rookie year. He averaged seven points. Really? You don't think he benefited from playing with Michael Jordan? Of course he did. Of course. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I mean, look, Michael Jordan is one or two of the greatest players ever, right? So, uh, number one. Clearly? Clearly. LeBron? He's, great. He, he's the greatest player. LeBron, no. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> uh, first of all, LeBron is the fofo. Not the GOAT, the FIFO, finals failure of all time. He's lost more, <laughs> Come on, NBA, Come on, he's lost more NBA finals than any other former MVP in the history of the NBA. Uh, number two, in those big moments, too, LeBron has been more apt to give up the ball to people. And, and he's people more of a say, pass player, Rob. Said, okay, but when guys aren't it's a different that approach. Good or, can't, or, can't, or can't make that happen, he also against Durant. And, and here's the other thing. Um, I always look at LeBron like this. All the people complain about the Warriors and getting Kevin Durant. LeBron thought he was slick, thought he was stacking the deck. You remember when he went to Miami? Not one, not two, not three. He really believed he was going to run off all these championships because he stacked the deck. They only won two out of four. And then I always say LeBron started Facebook, started MySpace, and the Warriors started Facebook. And that and that basically trumped them when they went and got. He's the reason why he was denied the championships because he set the the example of stacking the deck in Miami. And what did Golden State do? They stacked the deck as well, and that blocked him from winning a couple championships. So he wound up getting uh, getting hurt by setting a standard in the league by doing what he did. He's yeah. a great player. He just ain't better than Michael Jordan. I feel like he could do more with less more than anybody ever. Like you've seen what he did with some of those Cavs teams and he has a chance to prove that this year because they're off to a terrible start. So we'll see what he could do, but didn't he, I, didn't he, know, he could uplift the franchise, uplift the team like nobody else. So what happened last year when Anthony Davis went down and they, there was injuries, right? Rob? There was injuries, that? right? No, I'm asking. He played. What do you mean? He played in that game. The one they got run out of off the court by Phoenix. Yeah. With no AD. Remember AD tried to play. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But, you know, 80 wasn't 100%. It's tough, Rob. Whoever stays the healthiest. All right, last thing before we get out of here, Rob. Um, I believe that KD is a better basketball player than Steph, but I do believe there's a chance that Steph could have a better career than KD when it's all said and done. Where do you land on that? No, I think KD will be one of the greatest uh, because I don't believe Steph gets those two championships without KD on that team. I mean, he's the finals MVP with Steph. Uh, Steph is also the author of the only three to one choke in the history of the NBA finals. Steph was the main play, right? Was the star of that team. They were up three to one and all they needed to do was win one game of the final three. Two were at home. They won 73 games that year and they lost all three. If you want to say Draymond Green missed game five, that's the reason they lost. Steph had every opportunity to win that championship. I think that hurts him. And not winning a finals MVP hurts him. And also, Steph is 0 for 8. Everybody wants to call him the greatest shooter. 0 for 8 in the final 20 seconds in the postseason when it comes time to tying a game or winning a game for his team with a shot. He's never made that basket. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess we're in agreement that Katie's the better basketball player. I'm just saying, like, the Warriors are looking so great right now. What if he does get there and does win a Finals MVP? I it's, guess it's do. very early. I mean, they've gotten fat. Off I agree. I agree. I'm, I'm just not there yet. I don't. I agree. Who, who do you feel, who do you feel are legit title contenders? Like, would you put the Bulls in there now? Nah, not yet. I still think the Nets and Milwaukee uh, are the two teams in the East that have you know the most. And I'm not, the Bulls are coming but I'm not sure that they're going to win, uh, beat those two teams. I, I would like those two. Uh, I'm not sure in the West. Obviously, the Suns have had a, a great start, and they are coming off of an NBA uh, finals run. And last year, I thought their finals run was Fugazi uh, all the way because <laughs> people were hurt in every round. I mean, they were able to somehow – remember, AD was hurt, right, against the Lakers, and then uh, Murray was hurt for Denver, and then Kawhi Leonard was hurt for the Clippers. So I thought that they got all the breaks, and everybody was ready to crown them after they went up 2-0, winning the first two home games, and we saw what happened there. Not a pretty picture. Most definitely. How do you feel about uh, Chris Broussard's game? Uh, you because know, I, this is a true story. We actually played in a 4-4 four four tournament together. We did not lose. We did not lose, me and him. It was years ago. I think it, was in, I think it was in Hunter College. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. Did you make any yeah. shots? Yeah. Who, me or him? Chris. You know what? He has like this post-up game that he goes to a lot of the mid-range. He keeps posting, posting, and then he'll turn around and fade. Real old school, you know, real old school. Okay. All right. Have yeah. you seen him play? I mean, I've, I've seen the videos. I've seen him. I <laughs> used to play in my old, in the, in the younger days in the NBA. I started covering the NBA in 1987. And the writers, we used to play all over, especially during the playoffs. We used to play on the top of the Marriott in Chicago on Michigan Avenue. They had a court outside on That's top nice. of the Marriott. And yeah. so the writers were playing whatnot. It was fun and stuff. There's a lot of guys who were pretty good. Um, but I've never seen uh, Chris play. So actually, I think, nah, I think I've seen it, videos, videos. Yeah, I think it was John Jay College, actually. But Michael Jordan used to pull up to random pickup games, right, in Chicago. Like, I've seen videos. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine him coming out? Yeah, that's pretty Yeah, neat. I saw some video of like somebody like giving their what they what they did against Jordan to stop him. I'm like, come on, man. Come on, stop. Right. Him. You weren't stopping. That's crazy. He would go out there like you wouldn't do that today, man. Get hurt out there, you know, with all the money these guys are making. Of course, but he had a clause in his contract, right? Like they had to let him play. That's what I heard. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just saying he could have got hurt out there playing on cement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He was playing indoors too, but for sure. Rob, Rob, thank you so much for taking the time. You're always welcome back on the show and talk soon. Really appreciate you. All right, Andrew. Best of luck to you. Peace. Best thank of you. luck to you as well. Later, Rob. Thank you for tuning in to Combo's Court Podcast. Big shouts to Rob for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation. Don't forget to rate Review and punch down on that subscribe button wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Share this episode. Share with a friend. Share it on social media, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. Share it on your IG stories and tag me on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Be on the lookout for episode 3-2-4. Combo out.